Legends 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. What up, everybody? It's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Mr. Grow It from the Stash Podcast. We are back, boys. Hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? It's been a couple Man. weeks, actually, since we uh, I feel like it's been didn't episode. We, we took a little break there for a minute. Let's call oh, it no. Christmas break. What do you mean? We'll We're still putting out episodes every week. week. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we are. What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking <laughs> about? Shit. No, it's good. I, I still had somebody uh, come over to my... Uh, I, I was gaming there the other night, and someone was like, oh, you're gaming and live on the stash right now? I was like, no. Multitasking. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I see you playing Grand Theft Auto and on the stash. I was like, no. I'm good at a lot. I'm good they at just a lot. outed me. Oh, because people think that the premiere is actually live. That the premiere yeah. is alive. It's crazy yeah. how, like, it, when it says premiering now underneath there, it's confusing to some people. And they're like, mm-hmm. premiering a live now? Okay. I see what you did there. <laughs> well, like, and the no. fact that people can <laughs> chat with other people too, right? Like, they're, you're, you're, you're in a live chat. So people are thinking that this is live, yeah. you know? I, I just want when them I'm to like know that. talking to you in the chat, they're like, right. I want Rob is typing in talking. Because it's like, they're thinking, like, are they ignoring the chat? <laughs> they're not even reading the chat. <laughs> It's like we're not here. We're not here. We're but we are typically in the you. chat for a premiere. Yeah. Thanks so, for watching these videos, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for hitting those say, thumbs so up. For people who are watching, have they hit the thumbs up yet? Or are they mm. just lingering? Because I know, I know. listen, we get these guys way too stoned. I think what it comes down to is we taught people to grow too good of herb. They get too mm. faded. <laughs> and then they forget to smash the like button. Well, and they start I, listening to your two fucking gorgeous voices and it's just like wow it's just <laughs> i do have a face for radio so mm-hmm. i appreciate face for radio but a voice for broadway hey uh-huh. mm-hmm. so you well, know speaking it's funny you say that because I, I my mentality has changed on that where after i get my haircut i feel a little bit more attractive but my, uh, my mentality has changed on a lot of different things over the years especially when it comes to gardening and i think that's today's episode is to focus on how our mentality has changed what for us has kind of uh, progressed or even digressed for me honestly there's certain things that i was doing a little more of that now i'm doing a little less of and it's basically changing on the mentality so i know you guys have been growing for a while i know you've kind of changed things up just like myself p i know that you are a little bit more stuck in the mineral based realm we're gonna get you in some organics but my first thing i'm gonna say right off the rip right off the bat is the organic versus synthetic argument now, I was really stuck on this where it wasn't necessarily that uh, one is better than the other, but for the reason why uh, the argument before was that, oh, well, you're going to get way better flavor from organic or you're going to get this or that. I don't see a huge difference in the aspect of my end results. What I do see in the huge difference is, is the input. So how much I put into it, whether it be time, money, products, everything, and even output. I'm not throwing away my media. I'm not throwing away bottles. I'm not throwing away any of these things. I'm reusing it, and I'm getting the best version of that plant without me doing the additional work. So my mentality has changed dramatically from the beginning of like, eh, fuck that, to now I'm like, well, you should consider trying it. You may want to completely change. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree on that one. I mean, I started out using synthetic nutrients. I used Fox Farm Trio for for six years of my grow career, I guess you could call it. Um, and I was so stuck in that way that 
you know, when organic came around, I was like, why bother? You know, I'm using synthetics. Synthetics are plant available. They're easier to use. In in my opinion, back then, they were easier to use. It's like, why bother? And then uh, I kind of got in the hype train to where a lot of people were saying, well, it's it's bad um, in an economic sense, right? Because you're flushing, uh, having a flush down salts to your drain and water waste and all that stuff, right? Yeah, environmentally friendly. Yep. I don't know what I said. Before. It's economical. So yeah, you said okay, economical. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. That too. That too. Well, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. But keep continuing. Sorry, I distracted you. Um, so yeah, then I was all about you know I got into that mindset of well then nobody should be growing with synthetic nutrients right it's terrible for those people bad people that grow in synthetics it's just How dare you. And now I've kind of changed my mindset again to where it's like I feel like synthetics have a time and a place right if you're growing a small home grow you're just starting out. You only have a few plants. Synthetic nutrients, not the end of the world if you use synthetics over organics, right? You know, ideally you use organics because you can reuse that soil easily. Um, there's a bunch of different benefits. You're not having to flush, uh, things like that. You're not having to mix up those nutrients, which can be very time-consuming. So there are a lot of benefits um, to going organics. But, you know, it's really not the end of the world if you're going synthetically. And I know people are going to hate me in the comment section. <laughs> for saying this stuff hate us anyway. but i do believe that there Bring is a time on. and a place for for synthetics um now i know um yeah p you're, you're always using synthetics right yeah, and, and before I even continue, like, there's no reason anyone should bring hate to anything. Like, I, I, I just listen yes. to both of you. I just listen to both of you. You're two wonderful organic growers, and your evidence is in your work, and your work is posted publicly almost everywhere. So it's like you can't deny the efficiency and the effectiveness, the environmental uh, impact or lack of, if you will, negative the lack of negative environmental impact from bioorganics is there it, it is it, it, it's 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 uh observable uh tangible um but yeah i have it, when it comes to synthetic again uh, these are things i've talked about a million times we've kind of hit this uh, nail on the head but when it just comes to routine i got her down and it, and it just fits to the routine you know i'm in the garden every two days you know in terms of work when it either comes to watering and or feeding, it's just, it, it is what it is. Um, I haven't had the, the so I'll, I will just say that I haven't had that change yet or, or of opinion when it comes to, in general, you know, how has my views of synthetics changed over the years? You know, it has changed. Of course it has. I see what you guys have brought forward in terms of evidence and, and quality of, of product at the end of the day with through organics so my my mind in or, of organics has changed i just haven't changed my process or techniques yet but something for me that has changed dramatically since the beginning of growing was the conversation between led and high intensity and uh i oh, i was yeah. i was i was i was hard set and mainly because i'm, I'm hard-headed in my approach of using either metal halide or uh hps and the reality of the situation was, although product was comparable, you know, the, the product between, and I still believe the product that you hold, you hold an LED bud and a, and a, and a, 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 a high intensity display or diode uh, bud. Discharge. Right. Discharge. Thank you. You're not going to know the difference. I don't think you're going to know the, dish, the difference. I think you're going to just be like, mm, they're both really good. Um, but when the, when the reality is, is I didn't take into consideration the impact that, that HPS was having in my flower room in terms of the environment environmental impact and the heat that was being given off. When I switched from HPS to LED, 
I got rid of a 15,000 BTU air conditioner on the same day. I my people say that you would save so much money switching from HPS to LED. Not not just the HPS to LED. Yeah, there was a huge savings there, but I no longer had to cool my garden. Ever. I don't have a, any kind of cooling in my garden. I now have a little space heater to keep the place warm. <laughs> Polar opposite. I don't you know. Like, I yeah. got and it's much smaller. So so I think, and not to mention, when, when I started growing, LEDs were there. And of course, you had those hardcore enthusiasts that LED was the way to go and it would be the future. And although they were, they were, you could listen to their argument, I couldn't afford the product. We're talking thousands of dollars plus, you know, for a good LED. Well, back then, I don't even think decent it was an LED. Yeah, it wasn't even a good LED. You're getting decent LEDs. So, uh, yeah, my, my opinion has changed dramatically. In ter- now, now I, I, I think you're, although there's a, per- like, I'm sure, you know, big warehouses or something are still going to be using HPS for, like, maybe a, uh, an economical, you know, uh, sense. You're going to spend far less on HPS lights on a thousand plus square foot farm, you know. Um, but short the reality term. is, sh- I, exactly, short term, because you're paying for heat. Uh, to cool it, but uh, LED far more sufficient or efficient and effective than HPS. That was a big change for me. Yeah, LED is a, a hot trash back in 2013, right? It was <laughs> really bad back you know, in 2013, and they were less efficient than HID, right? Um, a lot of people didn't know that. Um, they had that uh, blurple spectrum, right, where it was heavy in blue and red, and you can't really see the plants at all, and uh, light bleaching uh, occurred a lot with those lights, um, and, and then the power Diodes output. dying out. Yep, diodes dying out. Uh, so quality reasons, the the power output wasn't as 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 much. So that's why you get a lot of people that were like, "Oh, H HID is way better. I'm getting way bigger yields." Well, that's because those lights just weren't performing back then. But it's another thing that was on my list for things that have changed. My stance has changed on LED o- over the years. I mean, 2015 is when I got my first LED. I had the Platinum LED P9 XML2, Ooh. and that's the Cree, the Cree one. It's a hell of a light to start your game with, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, at least back then, yeah, that was deep. a good unit. That's a beautiful And it was unit. good. It was really good. Yeah, I got um, a really good yield the first time I ran that, and that kind of changed my ways. Now, I don't know what the efficiency of that light is, whether it was more or less than a HID, but I definitely got a good result, and that's really kind of when the game had changed for LED is 2015, 16, 17, and then, I mean, look at where we are today. Look at today. I mean, clearly more efficient than HID, um, better light spread right across the footprint. There's lights that are bar-style lights that can cover your footprint a lot more even than an HID hood can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've definitely changed my ways when it comes to uh, rocking LEDs oh, uh, yeah. over the years for sure. When you got to look at your overall ROIs, the initial investment is going to be high, and that's usually most quality things. That's the case, but long term, you're going to be getting a better return on investment in comparison to you know paying for the HID. And now I still do rock the CMH light, ceramic metal halide. It's more of a, a spectrum thing for me, and that's where the new style LEDs you have full spectrum, you know, white lighting. Not only can you see any issues that you may have in the room, but you're getting better overall spectrum for that plant, a little closer to the sunlight than what you would otherwise like you're getting more of the color rendering index that's going to be a lot closer to natural light in comparison to an hid so for me it's a no-brainer in quality overall efficacy and and again my return on investment but there was like nowadays i think you're just splitting hairs on 
companies or products that are better it, it does come down to brands where it's like customer service you know shout out to mm -hmm. austin and the homies over at chill tech and dan um green sunshine company there's like a, i could count on one hand the companies that i can recommend and it's not because the brand the quality of the light by any means it's just the people that i've dealt with and the the customer service and the the warranties and these little things because the led game has just stepped the fuck up but you're still paying like thousand dollars for right. a really good light that's and that's you, still the downside and but you, you that that kind of ties into another view that has changed in that you're splitting hairs with a lot of these different products you know i'm synthetic nutrients you know it's like you want to talk about splitting hairs man it's like it's coming which, which down brand, you know it's coming down to a brand i want to see a brand's investment in, in in the industry i want to see their investment in the customer i want to know that they've got a reliable solid product and 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 not to and then i want to see them supporting the online community as well supporting creators so that we can you know we can flush out the good products from the bad you know i do think that's a, a tier to that as well um that's the difference that will be the difference and that's a view that i had to come to see as well you know i had to weed out a lot of these sponsors that i've had over the years too where it's just these fly-by-night companies you know that are here and then gone and then you know it's just like no no, well, no i don't no. know about you boys but i've got never had so many led manufacturers at my inbox ever and they all have very comparable quantum board leds or bar style leds they all look mm -hmm. the same mm -hmm. they're all mm -hmm. the same Dif different brand Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what's unique about you? What makes you better? And I'm not going to tell people to spend money with you unless you can prove it. That's right. This is what it is. You know, I was I couldn't endorse LED for the longest time because of that. I was pushing a ton of people to CMH. I went from 1,000 watt high-pressure sodium to 600 watt high-pressure sodium to uh, 315 ceramic metal halide. And I got really, really comparable end results and yield, but my quality was better and my overall electricity bill was cheaper. Mm -hmm. So it was a no-brainer for me to to switch up. And then once LED came into my life, where I, again I saw it, it was around. Trey's you know ran the grow store for years, been around the grow community for fucking well over a decade, to the point now where I'm like, why change? Just like you said, P. I'm in my routine. You know, for feeding, I didn't want to change to organic other than for content. I didn't do it for anything besides more content. The community wanted to see it, so I did it. But I was more in the, the mentality of, if it ain't broke, why fix it? And it was the same way with CMHs. If it ain't broke, why fix it? But then I had a ballast go out on me. And really in the market, he's been there since way before it was popular. And he's telling me all the time, he's like, man, I don't throw this shit away. I've got stuff in the closet that I don't use, but it's not in a landfill. And I'm like, that's a big concern for me, is I don't trust the recycling in anywhere, part, any, any area of the world. I don't believe they're truly recycling stuff because a lot of these companies will publicly say that it's not as profitable for them to get recycled parts compared to, you know, fresh plastic that they can work with or you know glass different things like that so the environmental impact is a big reason why i switched over to leds i'm like man less electricity usage if i don't get a piece of shit light it's not going to wind up in a landfill i'm, I'm not going to have to go through these bulbs and these different things like that it just overall this is a better investment for me and for the world so that's why i, I pivoted and switched that's the biggest reason and then once i was there I'm like, holy shit, why wasn't I already here? This is amazing. I need to buy another two, three of them. Like, this is the best. So it's, you know, until you try it, you can't knock it. And I knocked it because of the reasons we just mentioned. You know, just it was too expensive. The quality wasn't there. Companies weren't there. 2021, LED is definitely where it's at. I, uh, kind of a horror story. Actually, I, a, a, a buddy of mine, my brother-in-law's mother was running. She had a vegetable garden in her, in her basement. Brother. And uh, her metal halide bulb exploded and then caught her, like her basement 
on fire. Like the, Holy the it, now the tent that she had it in actually contained the fire long enough that uh, my brother-in-law, like bless his, he was able to run into his. They actually live very very close to each other. Was able to run into his mother's house, run down into the basement, and start putting this fucking fire out. And uh, yeah, it, it the house was actually saved by the tent. But and, and it's hey. his work, but the tent. But Shout uh, my the view changed when when I when I realized that you know the you know a lot of us are using these bulbs. I was using HPS. I was using the same HPS bulbs at times for years. You know, and I know that their their effectiveness goes down. I wasn't seeing it in my yield enough to be like, ah, get this bulb out of here. You know what I mean? But uh, to hear that there was a there, you know there's a possibility of loss of life, I was a little bit concerned. Yeah, man, it's it's just in my opinion not worth it in so many so many ways. I still get people arguing with me, like you need DE, you just gotta get double ended. You just know there's nothing compares. I'm like, there's so many pros and cons, man. Let's go down the list, and and I bet you by the end of it, you may lean the other way. Well, you may potentially get more yield. You're sacrificing a lot of other things. So, I don't know. You can also use PGRs, but does that, you know, beneficial? I don't really think you should. <laughs> <laughs> You touched on maximizing yield. I think that's a good transition for this. Uh, you know, it's another thing I've changed my stance on uh, over the years. I remember when I first started growing, the first several years of me growing, it was all about maximizing yield, you know, biomass. And I used to beat myself up so much if the plant that I was growing uh, didn't have as big of a yield as the previous plant that I grew. Right, so I'd hold myself mm-hmm. to a higher standard. I didn't know about genetics. I didn't know about the different uh, cultivars and how it's in their genes as far as what their their yield could potentially be. <laughs> you know, I didn't know any of that. Um, and uh, so over the years, I, I've really learned about different cultivars and how they can yield differently. Right, you get a strain like low rider, low rider number two. That thing's not going to yield anywhere close to. Uh, I like to always like to say Big Bud is one of those high yielding strains that a lot of people know of, right? It's just in their genetics. So as far as holding myself to high standards of always maximizing yield, and then the next yield needs to be bigger than the previous yield, I'm just so over that. Um, and also the fact that I, you know, have a supply. I'm fortunate enough to have a supply to last myself a while. So I don't have to focus on yield. That's not my primary goal. Um, A lot of these people on YouTube, I mean, when I first started watching YouTube in particular, 2011, 2012-ish, everybody was always about maximizing yield. It seemed like in their videos, it was just everyone was talking about yield. Uh, And so I just kind of followed in that footsteps. And, you know, learning those things I just mentioned, it kind of transitioned over to like, let's learn more about Growing the plant, you know, keeping it healthy so it's going to express the way that that pheno wants to express, you know. So just letting the plant do its thing, and then whatever yield I get out of it, I get out of it. Um, yeah, I've definitely changed my mindset on that one over the years. Yeah, and like you know, we got a video that may already be out, podcast episode. We'll see, depending on when this comes out. But about increasing the yield, and, and if that is a focus, then do it after you dial the plant in. Don't have that be number one because trust me, you'll be pretty pissed off if you got in a big abundance of boof. I've been there numerous times. I just pulled a plant that I hate. I still have probably three or four Z's of somewhere. I don't know. I hate it. and But it produced great. Biggest buds I've pulled in a long time. Hate it. I can't emphasize it to you guys how much I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it gives me anxiety when I smoke it. I hate I hate a artificial grapey kind of 
you know, terp. It's just not what I like. So overall, yield may not be the focus if it's not the cultivar or the strain, if you want to be OG like myself, um, that you're after. And I really like gassy, fuely, funky, dank cultivars. And I notice everyone that I've ever grown that has that, it's not a very high producer. Like the yield is so-so. So all I can do at that point is how can I increase it with what I have here? So maybe some training, some plant training, uh, maybe put more plants in of that same cultivar at once because back in the day my thought was how much can I get per plant it was bigger per plant I need to get this or gram per watt mm. and now it's like how much per harvest like I, I just want to make sure I can fill some jars and that, that and could I'm, mean four five six seven plants you that could be mean? two like, three four plants just depending right, on the right, size that, depending mm -hmm. there's so many variables mm -hmm. so it's like in my case, headbanger, I got to put more of them in. So what I don't want to push this plant to the point where it potentially hermes or it gets to the point where it doesn't have the terps that I'm after. I want it to express the best characteristics that it has. So from there, I'm just going to put a few more plants in then. I have the capability and blessed to you know have patience here. I don't really have patience, but I have patience for medical cannabis <laughs> that uh, luckily for me, I'm able to grow more plants. Michigan's very generous with our numbers. So if I need to, I can put more plants in. I can expand my space if I have to. So it really just depends on what the focus is. Some people just like to smoke. I know like for my mom, she'd rather just have something to smoke at certain points. So she's like, whatever, give me something that yields. I just want to have an abundance. I'm like, all right, a month into smoking mm -hmm. that shit, you may change your mind. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and you know what? I think, Chris, you touched on it when that was a mentality thing. You know, I like the... It wasn't about what the best weed you could grow back then. It really wasn't. It was how much could you could you get off of a plant, and that was that was a general conception that that had to be shaken off throughout the like as we progressed through. Because yeah, you'd realize, holy man, I, got, I just had an amazing plant, but I only got two and a half ounces off it. You know what I mean? I'm like wow. Uh, that was a, yeah, that was a mentality. I was watching the same videos and I was seeing that same thing. And that gram per watt, like that is just an, an obscured arbitrary number. Like if you're if, like maybe in the HPS days when you could, when you could really look at, you know, what, what, how much wattage you were pulling off of. With I'm running the focus. Right, right. Why you're not like, I hope I get thir more than 35 grams off of my harvests these days you know what i mean because that's really how many watts i'm using you know it's like the, the gram per well, maybe a little more but the reality is is that the the gram per watt idea is a little is a little yeah, off if and it, it would be killing us for talking led wattage oh you know, I'm, like, Dude, I'm fucking knocking out of the park bro I'm getting 20 grams yeah. of watt man you know <laughs> anyway i'm a little exaggeration but one another like to tie into the the idea that is more bigger is better and more is better is that concept right there i just recently within the last two months probably like just after christmas of 2021 uh i came to the realization that my garden has gotten t way too big i have grown to become so large i thought you know plant count should be huge i feel like i should have as many plants that i could physically grow as possible so that i could harvest as many as possible so that i could have mountains of of herb but the real the reality of it is is that i'm far more comfortable growing four three plants at once you know well, maybe in flower and then a couple in veg you know three or four in veg at a time you know it's so so eight plants you know rather than doing 30 plants in in two rooms that have a combined square footage of like 200 square feet like it, it's it's 
it was unrealistic to think that I would use a sixth of my basement to grow medical cannabis for myself. You know, it's like it would be one thing if I was supplying patients and, and, and other people, but I'm, I'm doing this myself. I accidentally have way too much weed. <laughs> I, <laughs> Good I, problems. I, right? The great problem now. But the reality <laughs> of it is, is like, it's way too much. I have way too much. And, 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 I'm, and I'm trying to still yet maintain. Because it's like, I feel like I, I could take a three-year break. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need to slow down. So it's like, one thing is, is bigger isn't always better. And and that's something that I've really had to take into consideration. And depending on when this comes out, I might be back on YouTube. And you'll know that things have drastically changed. I have made some big changes to accommodate this this conception that I don't have to have two rooms that are 10 feet by 10 feet. You know what I mean? And, you know, so. Well, and potentially to have better plants with less numbers. So you can have a big amount of plants. I've been there before. I had 36 going in my bedroom at once recently on a pheno hunt and they got too tall and I didn't train them as well as I should have and I didn't clone certain ones I should have. It was running at a C level quality and not like C level in the business world like a C. And now no, it's at an A. It's it's right. It's where it and should that's, be. My that's systems a huge and processes point. are down. So that's I, a huge I, point. Sometimes you want less less numbers to get more yield potentially. Well, you, you know, you're going to have more less, overall. Less into more really you know and and that's that's aha moment that i had was i need to i need to turn these three or four plants into the most incredible weed i can and i'm not doing that with 15 plants on each side of the door you know what i mean because i'm ne they're not getting that individual attention that they deserve so yeah big big aha for me uh, different strokes for different folks is uh, I think that's your saying, Rob. Hey, I, I've been stealing that Gary pretty Coleman. recently, but uh, yeah, I mean we're not hating, right? I mean we're uh, well, I consider smaller home growers, right? So we yeah. we have low plant counts. We're not in a commercial facility, so um, you know somebody who is going for for yield, uh, maybe they're on the black market or whatever, or they're at a um, a commercial facility, market. they're going after yield. Like everybody has their own different ways of of going Absolutely. about it. So Absolutely. this is certainly no hate. This is just kind of our discussion on. And what we like to do, what we what yeah. we've learned, and things and that what we've changed our views over the have years. changed. Yeah, yeah. that's, exactly. that's the new key. people. Like if you have been here, if you're a real grow me, you're a real follower, Mister Grow It. If you've been in the flock, if you know us, you know we're not haters, man. We the whole goal here, everybody who watches this, everybody who listens, and everybody who's in this community is to have better quality or more abundant herb. It's the only reason we do this. So knowledge is power, that, man. Exactly. I was going to say, knowledge is power, and if we all can share that knowledge, if people in the comment section have, have some stuff maybe they've changed their mind on, some things that they once were stuck on that now, totally different mentality, that would be helpful for the fellow grower as well who may stumble on this. I, and I don't know about you two, but I can, I, maybe I can speak for the three of us, but personally, uh, a lot of what I have changed, and you kind of mentioned this yourself, Rob, a lot of what I have done and changed is specifically because of what I've read in the comment section of my own damn videos. You know, people are like, well, have you ever tried this? You're having this problem, pigeons. Try this. Whoa, consider this. And it's just like, Whoa. Like, the reason I have gotten as good as I am, or have, if I may say that, is because of my audience. It's because I've had, they've pushed me to succeed and to, to look into new avenues and to push and to do better, you know? And, and failure is a, a variable, you know? But, but it's because of my audience that's allowed me to overcome that and push for more, you know? So, so yeah, what views have you had that have changed over the years? How did they change? Did we have an impact on changing that? Or, did, or, or did, is it just something that you came in on through your own f f 
uh, fruition, you know, is through trial and error. Does it cost less to run LED in your garden than HPS? You know, that's, I want to hear from you. Or for I do a, have one more. Oh, I do have yes, one more. Yeah, yeah, I got the next thing that Mr. Grows, I think we had another couple, actually. It we ain't have done one. I, I at least have one more. So mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. But like this one is still one of the most controversial topics uh, out there oh is flushing. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I've changed my stance on over the years. So when I first started growing, uh, you know, reading the forums and seeing what other people do, um, flushing was a must, right? When you're growing with synthetic nutrients, you need to flush. You need to flush out those nutrients out of the plant, or else if you leave those nutrients in the plant, you're going to have poor tasting buds. Your, your, your ash people. is going to be black versus die. white or gray or you know so on and so forth. Um, now, now, a lot of things have changed over the years when it comes to flushing. Uh, one of the main things is studies are now coming out. I know of one study. I think there's another study out there. I don't, I don't have the link to it. Study I'm referring to, and I actually did a video on this, is by Rx Green Technologies. Now they are a nutrient company, so a lot of people are saying that this is biased. Um, but in their study, they found they did a couple different flushing techniques. They did uh, no flush, so they fed synthetic nutrients all the way up to the end. They did a, I think it was a five day, a seven day, ten day, and fourteen day, I believe. So they had a bunch of different plants, and they did different flushing times. Um, now overall, what they found was no difference in yield. No difference in potency, no difference in terpene profile, uh, no difference in mineral content in the plant, and uh, subjectively, no taste characteristics different uh, was different as well. And I say subjectively because, you know, we're we're all different. We all have different opinions on how things should taste if they're good Some or bad. Some people taste salt and weed. I don't know. You've got those those crazy palate guys out there. So, <laughs> right. you never know. They make taste the difference. <laughs> But, you know, to wrap things up, if there was no difference in yield, terpenes, mineral content, etc., then why even bother to flush, right? Why not just feed nutrients all the way up until the end? And that's some people's argument is, okay, feed all the way up until the end. Flushing is a myth. Uh, You know, this study reveals that. But you can also look at it the devil's advocate, right? So if feeding nutrients for the last 14 days doesn't cause any differences in yield, potency, terpenes, whatever then why feed nutrients for the last 14 days, right? Okay. So that's, that's the other side of things, right? So you can go either way, right? Who, who's right, who's wrong? You could do it either way. Uh, and there, the video that I have, it's actually about to hit 100,000 views. There is so much crap in the comment section of people. Uh, it, it's funny to read, actually. All the scientists? Yeah, yeah all the people are like, oh, this is wrong. This is biased. This is if I may, if I may, um, I, I am familiar with this, this uh, study. And I, I believe I covered it on one of my live shows. Now, the, the, I posed the same question. The tests that were done on this bud was pre-consumption. What I would be, or I guess if you were to say taste and stuff would be post-consumption. But what I'm curious is the health benefits of consuming a product that is still laden with nutrients. But once combusted, are they still nutrients or are these now combusted chemicals that you're inhaling? That would be that Good would point. be my only that would be my only concern. The re- I, I, I'm still I still flush. I believe I believe that as someone who uses synthetic nutrients, I want to have a minimalized impact of my nutrients on my final product in 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 the last few days. And again, I believe that within the last you know two well see okay I'll, I'll touch on I'll, I'll digress in a second. Do you leach? Um, because that's no, I flush. Me and, me and no, I, I do. Kinda... F- 
I do so flush heavy, heavy, heavy water through there. 15 gallons of water in a five gallon pot, three times the amount kind of thing. If it's a seven gallon pot, so on and so forth, or at least until the water is, is no longer, uh, uh, saturated in, in Brown. Um, now I, I that would, my, my concern would be on a health, on a health aspect of it. Now, obviously consuming flour through consumption, through smoking or combustion, sorry, is harmful to your health. We can't argue that because you're, you're smoking something and it's, it's, um, a carcinogen or I I don't know the technical term, but you're inhaling a foreign substance into your lungs, um, that, that contains plant matter. It's not the plant that gets you high. It's the THC. It's the cannabinoids or in particular, the THC. Um, so if you were to strip all of the, the crystals or the trichomes off the plant through a concentration process. My question is then, do you still need to flush that plant? If you're just going for the trichomes and you're, you're either going to squish it or you're going to blast it, do you need to flush that plant? Because now you're not consuming the flower portion of it. So that would be, that would be where I would insert my argument. You know, See, if that's I was. where a lot of people will argue about that they'll use contaminated product for extracts. Is they're like, well, I'm just getting this off. Oh, it's like, don't. Well, you're getting a lot more than that off of it, too. And I have heard that argument, too. And I think, like, for me, so, you know, I'll speak for Chris as well. <laughs> With the mineral-based stuff, well, we leach our stuff normally. So I just stop putting nutrients in, and I'll just balance my water, and I just give it water at that point. So by the end of it, if I see runoff, it's clear runoff at that point because it's just ran through there. From what back in the day reading it scientists allegedly or growers who claim to be scientists aka bro scientists mm. um i graduated that there's 14 days of food available left in the media if you're using you know if you've been feeding consistently mm-hmm. now transitioning over to the organic side of things you're not gonna flush so i'm what i just do is i don't amend my media anymore at that point and i'm kind of letting it deplete itself and then i'll re-amend it afterwards when i'm going to use it but the plant is telling me that it's it's finishing and the only benefit for me the main thing that i like about flushing or leaching or depleting of nutrients is the fade i love to see a nice fade on my plant i like to see it get that it's more probably personal those fall colors the look of ripening and mm-hmm. i do see that sometimes my flower even gets a little bit of a nice color from the accents of those little bit of you know sugar leaves that are still on there or even again the flower itself gets a little darker or a little more purpley little funkier look and that's just preference the aestheticness you know but the burn nothing has ever been different for me really yeah and that's one thing that uh i mentioned in that flushing video that i made as well is kind of the fit the fade the, the chlorophyll breakdown right that that's what it is it's it's the chlorophyll breakdown happening uh and then the, the color of the leaves are changing from green to, to yellow or, or whatever um that could be beneficial as well this is kind of my theory and and there's some people that share this theory cool. is a reason for him right pretty much right um but uh the the theory that um if you're flushing and you're seeing that fade chlorophyll is breaking down and there's less chlorophyll that needs to be breaking down there in the curing process Mm -hmm. and that seems like that could be logic like that i don't see how that seems like science to be honest like how could we got to measure it though you know we got to be able to measure it uh we got to have repeatable um (laughs) so uh, repeatable results let me know no, but I think that's where it, it, the controlled experiment of taking the same cultivar and doing one side by side, that'd be the, the most controlled you can do is to say everything about this is the same other than I didn't flush this one, I didn't leach this one, and I did to this one. Here's the curing time. I'm going to send it in. I'm going to get it test, tested. Let's see if there's any difference in the overall end product. 
but then that how do we judge or how do we assess the health impact of those so then that's we would where, have that's, like that's can you light that shit, right shit there, on be. fire and then and then this is legitimate can you like because there's tests on tobacco right there's t- they know what comes out of a of smoked cigarette so like can you put that shit in a vacuum and then smoke it and then analyze what comes out of the vapor or the the smoke or shit i don't know this is fucking bro science for that's, me but it's a good but call that would be, yeah i really think that uh we should find the scientists and get them on the show and and see if we can make that happen i will donate some headbanger to make it happen i've got synthetic and i've got organic I've got flushed and unflushed. We'll make it happen. We'll see. I think honestly, those are the things that we need more of. We need and now Absolutely. that the industry is opening up and the, and people aren't being uh, prosecuted and going to jail over testing things to help people. I mean, literally, there's laboratories who've been raided and had their things taken in, and scientists who've gone to prison over studies that they weren't supposed to do. They they mm-hmm. do most of it now in Israel, and now Israel. the last Thank administration goodness. pushed a lot of it over here, but it's still not to its fullest potential and then they're using bammer quality smoke not stuff that us home growers are using or that no the what they were they only had access to what two growers that were supplying the entire federal government and two grown mids. growers and it's just like they should be an open you know you we should be able to send you a, a plethora of shit and then you analyze all of it you know what i mean wouldn't yeah. that be like what is the country growing send it to us and we'll figure it out you know well, I got another thing on my list here. You guys, actually, we have identical list, Mr. Groat. So I've got one thing to add to it that came through here as I'm thinking, but legalization. So I was all gung-ho. Legalize it. You know? <laughs> don't fucking criticize it. None of that bullshit. But I don't know, man. I don't know. The more I look into it, the more I, I see into how the laws are and how they draft these bills, the less I trust the U.S. government setting the the standard, so to speak, on legalization. I hear a lot about dispensaries being ran potentially by the government. I hear about restrictions for growing. I hear about caregiver programs diminishing. A lot of things where I'm like, whoa, can't we just like leave it the fuck alone? Just like tax it and leave it the fuck alone. But they want to get the most out of it at all points. I don't know if it's because they think, hey, we need to control it to help the people or because, you know, really the logical thought, we want the most fucking money and control everything. And I'm... I don't know, man. Like, I'm really for local legalization, like state by state, right? But then not every state does it right. Not every county is following what the state does. I mean, my local area just allowed medical dispensaries to pop up, and they're still not here. This is 12 or 13 years after it's been legal. And they just now allowed it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, is legalization the way? Is decriminalization the way? You know, no, I don't decriminalization know. is never the way for the record. It doesn't matter what, like... the, what the question is. But but um, the, I, I'm on the exact same page as you and when it comes to legalization because in my, my country is no example to, to follow because when we, we did the same thing, first nation, G8 nation or whatever, to, to legalize cannabis on a federal level. And from almost from go, we knew that like y- you knew this was going down the wrong avenue when you had the, the former police chief of the biggest city in our country or Toronto. I don't know if it's the biggest. I think it's big, biggest um, uh, heading the, 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 the task force that was going to come up with legalizing cannabis. And the, the, the reality was, is that they, they immediately took a position of we got to keep it out of the hands of children and, and, and public health rather than <laughs> rather than focusing on the, the consumer. What about the person that's going to use it rather than 
everyone else, the, the people that won't be using it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's not that these aren't important things to think about. Children are, of course, going to be impacted by this. But the reality of the situation is the consumer was never the focus of legalization. Those should be two separate departments in a and, branch of the and, government. Yeah, my, my idea of legalization has changed because now we're not trying to, we're not trying to, uh, 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 sorry, we're not trying to advocate for legalization. We're trying to advocate for legalization. You know, it, it's it. We didn't get it in the first place. We're looking for a two point So yeah, yeah. we're in the same boat. Yeah, I, I am definitely uh, frustrated by the fact that the grow. Um, laws vary so much i mean in my opinion everybody should be able to grow i do believe there should be a plant count right we want to try to avoid the whole black market thing although even if there's a plant count there's still going to be a black market and people are still going to go against the the laws there but i definitely feel like every in every state you should be able to grow the plant now my state in particular if you don't have a medical license and you're not 25 miles away from a dispensary then you can't grow the plant which, you know, the only reason why that could possibly be is because they want the tax money. They want you to buy from the dispensary so they mm-hmm. get the tax money out of it. Of course. That's the only reason why I can think of that they mm-hmm. want to do it. So it's kind of like greedy in a sense for that particular oh, state to not allow greed. growing. <laughs> um, now, luckily, I'm a medical patient. I am allowed to grow my state. I'm registered with the state, so on and so forth. But not everybody has that luxury. Um, I believe that every state should be able to grow. And unfortunately, we're just not there. Yeah, I think that's where we've got different places are going to have different rules, of course. But uh, the overall sweep of legalization has me a little concerned. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little worried. It doesn't matter what the administration is. I don't give a fuck what your opinion, left, right, that, that, that. It's the government. It's the same people. They're the same people, okay? One just wears blue, one's a, a crip, and one is a blood. Who rocks red? That's the only, like, same fucking shit's going to happen. We don't, they're going to be gone in four to eight years. So... I'm more concerned about where that's going. That's where I'm I'm in between. I'm in the middle. Before I was gung fucking ho. Now I'm I don't know. You know? I just mm-hmm. don't want people having to go to jail for this. That's the key thing. Mm-hmm. Don't take people to jail. People don't take away these are kids. Don't take jail. away their assets. Leave people alone. Agreed. Leave Agreed. weed alone, damn it. There, and there does need to be regulation. Like it's the there, there yeah, does I mean, I'm okay need with to be regulation. regulation. Like you comes... said, Chris, I agree with plant counts too. Because, you know, uh, in houses, for, for, for the impact on your f- structure, for example, a lot of these gardens that are coming up, because there's no regulation, are shanties. They're filled with lights and plants. They have no air control. They have got no moisture control. They've got nothing. And, of course, they're rotting out the insides of their houses because the moisture is getting in there. They're rotting. They're getting mold and so on and so forth. And it's just like, no, I think that there should be structure to this. But the problem is, is that that would be patient-focused or at least consumer-focused, because we don't want you to ruin your home. We want but you to grow... that wouldn't make sense for the government. Right? No, no, we want you to... But Not so, for the people. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, but, man. And I always laugh at the... Uh, I always laugh at the, um, the states that have uh, specific laws about how many plants you can have in flower versus veg. It's like, well, mm. you got to micromanage it at that level. You can only have uh, right. three plants in flower. Who's going to have four plants in veg? Who's like the marijuana police? Named <laughs> like, who's going to come? Excuse like, me, sir. Excuse me. Tick, 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 tick. Uh, yeah, okay. marijuana police. I'm just here to check, make sure you've got four and four, sir. You got four in the veg, four in the flower. Right? <laughs> here they call uh, it. You got clones, man. too, sir. That's going to be a $2,100 fine. Okay, oh. promise to appear. Like, who the fuck? You, you, it's going to cost so much money to, to enforce that stuff. But anyway, we're kind of getting... This is a whole other episode. We could go on about this all day. We could go on about this all day. One quick last thing is here's mm, what they yeah. do 
is all of a sudden your rights as a medical patient are stripped and you're over your numbers and all of a sudden, boom, you're a manufacturer, depending on where you're at. And and there's some serious, or you get your card taken away and you get major, like, been there, done that. Right. I hate Talk, it. They we're talking years there, yeah. difference in jail. That's huh. a prohibition prohibition story. We've got that coming up. This is a slight mm. pre-prohibition, slight post-prohibition, but we'll talk about that. You guys what a great episode today, guys. Your, your mind's changed on anything else? No? You guys still did. stuck yes, in the mud? Black out. Oh. Yeah. Black out. Take, take we no, covered stuck a in the mud stuff. and everything? We're that good. was really good. That was really good. And I'm curious to hear from you guys, as we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, what views do you have now that you didn't have before or vice versa? What kind of views did you have before that you don't have anymore and over the years? Absolutely. Great show, boys. I think uh, with that being said, appreciate everybody who's watching this on the premiere, listening to this anywhere you can listen to things you listen to. Obviously, want to watch all episodes at watchcltv.com. For From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Robin Cannabis Lifestyle TV. Mr. Grower, also known as Chris to us here. The Birdman P. We'll Thanks see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.